selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. You can relax. Colleen and Eric have a podcast. The world is scary and we're locked in our home. But now we have big microphones. We're going to dance to the music. So you can relax. That's the name of our podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Relax the Podcast. I'm Colleen Ballinger, and today my co-host is the one and only Corey DeSoto. DeSoto. DeSoto of Corey's. Mm-hmm. We're on tour. We're in Texas right now. Yeehaw. And I was like, Corey, want to do the podcast with me? And he said, of course. Yeah. So here we are. So we have um, strange little microphones in a hotel room. We're in Houston, Texas right now. And we're going to do a little podcast for you. So, Corey, tell me, hmm. is there anyone who needs to relax for you this week? I was thinking about it, and you know what? People hmm. trying to expose celebrities for the dumbest things. I'm like, are we tired? Are we yes. like. <laughs> we are tired. Colleen, I'm not even joking. I saw a full TikTok devoted to this how Harry Styles is bald. What? Have you heard about this? No. Harry Styles apparently has no hair. And she showed pictures of his hair piece flipping in the wind. <gasps> she showed pictures of his wig cap coming out. And like before pictures, like when he was younger in his receding hairline. And they, she said that like when he goes out in public, he just doesn't wear his wig. And so everyone what? doesn't know who he is because he's just, he's just Wait, a bald man. No, Dolly Parton does this. <laughs> Dolly's bald? She, well, I don't know that she's bald. I don't know what she looks like without her wigs, but she only wears wigs. And see, yes, this is what annoyed me, is that women wear hair pieces, wigs, mm-hmm. all the time. Ariana lives in hers. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, why is it... Who cares a, if who he's cares? wearing one? It should not be newsworthy. Wait, so is it a fact that he is wearing a hair piece? No, this is all hearsay. Okay. But who cares? But there was a picture of it flapping in the wind. Really? Which, I, like. I don't know. His hair looks very flappy. His hair, I feel like he ha- looks like he's very full, thick hair. I, I would never assume that it was not his actual hair. I, I've always just assumed that was his hair. Well, yeah, a lot of gay men these days, what you do is you shave just the top part of your hair, mm-hmm. just the top, and you leave the sides, and then you glue a, the top <gasps> hair piece on. Oh. And But yeah, some of them look good. Huh. 
Well, I've never heard this, but I do know what you're talking about. How I see TikToks all the time on celebrities that are like, did you know that Lindsay Lohan has a blue car when she told people it was a red one? You know, they're yeah, like always trying to find things. Find things. The dumbest things, though. Mm-hmm. Like being Harry Styles being bald. Like, I don't care. Yeah, right. I don't care. No, but I think people love Harry Styles so much that they just, I guess, maybe they just want to find any information they possibly can. Yeah. I saw a video of Harry Styles last night catching things like on stage like i i feel like i see videos of him all the time on tour but i never see videos of him singing or performing i see him talking to the audience Audience. like he'll be like oh your sign says uh i'm getting a divorce in two weeks and i'm marrying my best friend's cousin oh congrats like he always like reads the craziest signs and he'll like catch something i saw last night i saw him he was like a montage of him catching random things that people throw at him on stage. And one was a chicken nugget. nugget. You saw that? I saw the chicken nugget one because he's like, I'm vegan. I like, would I don't eat, eat this. Meat. But I'm, don't eat meat. Oh, my goodness. Well, I agree with that. You know who I think needs to relax hmm. is the man downstairs who tried to double charge me for this hotel oh room. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Very, did you see me losing it? I did see you having a hard the time. Cracks the coming. cracks were coming. They were cracking. The cracking. <laughs> so the man who checked us in tonight at the hotel, um, he, you know, it was fine. It was nice. You know, we're checking in. And he was like, okay, I need to check you all in, me and my whole team. There are four of us, one at a time. And I said, oh, it's actually all under the same reservation. Because, mm. you know, we check in hotels every night. I've been to a bajillion hotels this year alone. And he was like, no, I have to do it individually. I was like, all right, I don't want to mess up his process. So he's checking us in one at a time. And he's making me pay for them all one at a time. And I was like, wait, I already, I already paid for the rooms. He's like, no, you didn't. Sorry, oh, I pressed. I was trying to silence. Glory. Oh my You're god! He was trying to silence his phone, and he made an earthquake <sighs> alarm go off. No, it's fine. It's fine. Um. So anyway, um, he wanted to do uh the rooms one at a time, and I was like, I already paid for them, and he was like, uh, no, you didn't. I was like, well, I actually did pay for them, and he was like, no, you didn't, and he made me pay for each room one at a time individually, and like look up each person's name, but he didn't know how to type, you know, so he was like doing one <sighs> key at a time to type in each one of our names. It took like a half an hour to check us in when normally we just walk up, give them a confirmation number, they give us our keys and we go. And this guy just was like taking his time. And it was like, and then finally he gets to the final room. Like we'd been standing there for 30 minutes, (laughs) full full half hour. She's not joking. I'm not being dramatic. It was a long time. Listen, I'm a very dramatic lady. We all know. I'm very dramatic. I will tell you for truth. It It was was 30 minutes. Yeah, it was 30 minutes. He's finally on the last room. And he's checking him in, going one letter at a time for his name. And, you know, we're all fine. Like, we're all just talking. Like, we're not even bothered. We're just like, okay, whatever. And then he looks at me and goes, did you pay for this one? And I said, yeah, I paid for all of them. And he goes, no, did, I, did you put your card in for this one? And I go, I don't know. You keep making me put my card in for incidentals and then to pay for rooms each one at a time. I don't know which ones I paid for and which ones I haven't, actually. Can you look it up on your computer? Does it show? He's like, oh. I'm going to have to start all over. And that's and when my like, Scorpio <laughs> escaped from its cage. Corey was like, I'm so sorry. We've had a very, very long work day. Can you, can you please, like, just not start all over? Like, and he was like, well, I don't know if she paid for this one. And then all of us pulled out our confirmation numbers on our phones. We're like, we have, please just let us in our rooms. And so then finally he did. But here's why he needs to relax. It was fine. It is what it is. Like, I'm trying not to get upset about things like this these days. You never know what someone's going through. I don't know if you had a bad day. I don't know what's going on. True. But what upset me was that 
I'm very hungry. <laughs> and I got to the hotel room and I was like, okay, I'm going to order room service. I call and they go, we closed five minutes ago. And I was like, mm-hmm. no, because I have not eaten. And if that man hadn't taken 30 minutes, 35 minutes to check us in, we would have gotten room service because we got here 30 minutes before, you know, so I was, he needs to relax and I need to relax. But I did order food. The only food available was ice cream. So I just had a few bites of ice cream before we started. But yeah, it was, it was drama, guys. It was big drama up here on tour. But I'm excited about this episode because I wanted to talk with Corey about a few things. I ate a tequila croissant yesterday because in San Antonio, they told us that we had to get this tequila croissant. So I got a tequila croissant and I could taste the tequila and I was like, and it made me think about how I always go like, oh, I don't drink. I don't like to drink. I don't drink. And I was like, but I have had days of drinking. And I was like, maybe we could tell funny drinking stories because I know we have a few. Yes, from days of yore. And I also thought it would be fun to talk about funny stories that happen in college with us because I know we've talked about some of that kind of stuff before. But Corey was telling me stories the other day that I did not know that were happening in in his dorm. Boys, boys. Boys will be Be boys. boys. And so I was like, okay, maybe we should talk about this because it was some of the craziest stuff I've ever heard in my life. Good grief. So we're going to talk about all of that after our first sponsor. So let's say thanks to our first sponsor, which is Stitch Fix, I believe. We'll be right back. You guys know how much I love Stitch Fix because I talk about it all the time on this freaking podcast. I am obsessed. Stitch Fix is so awesome. And if you haven't checked it out yet, you definitely should because shopping for new clothes can be super time consuming, super stressful, kind of annoying. So why not let Stitch Fix do all the work so that you can spend more time doing the things that you love? It's easy and super fun to get started. First, you just take a few minutes to set up your Stitch Fix style profile. You just answer a few questions about what you like to wear, what you don't like to wear, and how open you are to trying new styles, stuff like that. And then you have your little profile all set up, and then a Stitch Fix expert stylist will go to work finding items exclusively for you. Every piece is handpicked just for you and is unique to your size, your style, and in your budget. It makes it the best way ever to discover clothes that make you look and feel your best. Stitch Fix will send you five pieces to try on at home and you can keep what you like and then you can send back what you don't like and shipping and returns and exchanges are so easy and free. And honestly, whenever I order clothes and they come and if they don't fit or if I don't like them, I always get so stressed out about trying to figure out how to ship them back. Stitch Fix has made it like the easiest of anything I've ever bought online to just ship back right away. It's so easy. It's awesome. You guys will love it. Um, But you're probably not going to want to send anything back, honestly, because it's all so freaking cute. Plus, there's no subscription required. You try once or set up automatic deliveries, and there are no hidden fees ever. Sign up for Stitch Fix and get the season's latest pieces for women, men, and kids. Sign up today at stitchfix.com slash relax to get $20 off your first purchase. That's stitchfix.com slash relax to get $20 off your first purchase. Limited time offer. Purchase within two days of sign up. Go check it out. Get your own personal stylist today okay so (laughs) let's talk about this can you talk about this are we gonna dive in the deep end i think so can you talk about the dorm stuff girl i'm ready okay because Corey's going the crazy story it's a little inappropriate so we'll start off with the milder one okay we'll start with milder ones so we went to a religious university and we were very very sheltered there and it was very conservative very sheltered and like 
girls really couldn't co-mingle with boys there were not co-ed like like my dorm room was the girls dorms building and boys were not allowed in that building after like 9 or 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. or something and Corey lived in the boys All only boys. dorm and same thing as and a so, closeted gay man yes scared for my life and I would sneak into Corey's room and one other friend that we had's room and you'd think like oh girls oh sneaking God. into a boys room but we'd doing? like we'd like watch waiting for Guffman like we wouldn't even do anything we'd like the watch a movie lamest Yes. Um, so I did not have a crazy college experience or a crazy high school experience. So I know that I'm in the minority with that. I don't have any crazy stories. My crazy college stories have to do with like demon possession. <laughs> so they're not, they don't have to do with like doing drugs and getting crazy. But um, Corey was telling me some stories the other day and I was like, yes. what are you talking about? So this is what happens in the all guy dorm at a Christian university. <laughs> So one of the things that was crazy that they did, we, we would light each other on fire. Like, what are you talking about? Like, okay. What do you mean? So what they would do, you would wear like a hoodie or something. You would lay down on your stomach and then you would take lighter fluid and draw like a design on their back, like a swirl or a heart or a peace sign. And then you take a match and light it on fire. But then what? And then you see the flame design light up and it's a peace sign on fire on someone's back. But how does it go out? Do they just... You pat it out <gasps> after like a so couple of seconds. So then everyone just hits you? Yeah, but you're like what? burning alive for a couple this seconds. This is the weirdest thing. I've never heard of such so a thing. So bizarre. Like is this, okay, so now I need you guys to tell me because I've done podcasts in the past where I talk about kind of my sheltered upbringing and people kind of come for me for it because they're like, Queen, you're so sheltered. You don't know what actually is going on in high schools and colleges and stuff. And they're totally right so now i'm like okay is this normal like is this something that happens at all colleges and i'm just like super dumb and like didn't know that this was going on because i didn't even know it was going on at my own school boys are just lighting each other on fire what are you talking about that's crazy to me that's what they did back in the day also um woody our campus pastor oh oh my god he would wrestle the boys in my dorm room (gasps) and he made a hole in the hallway like in the wall? Yes, because he wrestled a boy and someone lost their tooth. What? This was our campus pastor of all people. You never told me about this. Girl. Someone lost their tooth? What happens in the all guys dorm stays in the all guys dorm. <laughs> until it happens. Until, ha- until you tell it on the relaxed <laughs> podcast. Wow, that is crazy. Someone lost a tooth. A whole tooth? And a hole in a wall. He would come and wrestle the boys? Would wrestle the boys. Mm. Boys will be boys. Boys will be boys. And then for the finale, should we tell them what else? Uh, yes, this is the one that's okay, blowing my this mind. This is the grossest one, so if you're freaked out, fast forward. Anyways, so the boys would take nails, like nails that you would hammer into this. a wall, and then they would shove it up their peen. This what this one blew my mind i literally was like asking Corey a thousand questions because you didn't do this no oh no but my friend did yeah i know so like a friend that we both know yeah and i was like what are you talking about this guy did this and he's like yeah and i was like why and he's like just because like just these are just things just boys just are, do just because these what they did is what they did a nail that you would like hammer into a wall they put in yes the hole of the peen in the hole what I, and then I was like, this is crazy. When he was telling me this, I was like freaking out. And Corey was like, what? You ladies weren't putting nails in each other's holes? I was like, absolutely not. Like, no way. This, nothing like that ever happened. The only thing that happened. Yeah, what was the craziest stuff that happened in the all-girls dorm? Well, Come on, spill. I will tell you. So the craziest thing that happened in the all-girls dorm that I can remember is, uh, has to do with demon possession. And <laughs> so there was, 
um, I remember I'd only been there for a little bit. It was my freshman year, and there was a night where we all like got evacuated from the building or something. Like everyone because had... of a demon. Yes, Colleen Ballinger May. So I, everyone was like, "What's going on?" It was so weird. We're all in our pajamas outside. Oh my god, I didn't with know the, this. Yeah, so we thought it was like a fire drill. I've told you half. You know that what's oh, about to yeah, happen. Yeah. But yeah, so that's that's how it all started. Was like we all got evacuated, and I was like, "That's so weird." We went back in, and then we found out later it was because there were these girls in one of the floors above us that I guess I guess in the floor above us this was happening, but I don't remember all the deets. It was a very long time ago. Um, I guess one of the girls in the room noticed like she felt like a negative energy, she felt a negative spirit in the room or something, and like bad stuff kept happening. And then they had a Britney Spears poster Stop on the wall. It. Like a hit me baby one more time. Britney Spears, like queen of the land, huge poster. <sighs> and something really bad was happening in the room. I don't know all the details, but I do know that the girls started screaming because Britney Spears' face started melting Clean and like dripping the... down the poster. I love it. And they this. were like, ah, and they were like, oh my God. And so they ran out and then the the pastor of our dorm, like the youth leader of the dorm, whatever went in mm-hmm. and like, they were like, there's a demon in here. Blah, blah, blah. And so then, um, <laughs> you evacuated the building because Britney Spears face was yes, melting. There was a demon. I love this. But I feel like there's more to that story that I don't know. Like something more yes. must have happened. Yes. Like, I don't know yes. if there's a girl who was possessed. Like if a girl looked at the poster and it melted, I don't know the whole story. I just, I got hearsay after the fact. Yeah. And, or if there was a series of unfortunate events. Well, yeah. And like, like demon stuff is very like we don't talk about Bruno kind of stuff. Yes. Like so there you I keep felt, it out of your mind. Yeah. So I didn't want to think about it at the time. It was like oh we don't ask about this. We mm. don't talk about Bruno. We don't talk about demons at this school. Like it was all very scary. And so, but I just feel like there was a lot of demon stuff. I've talked about before the stuff that happened when I was in the other dorm. Um, where like there was a demon in my room or a ghost or something in my room. Remember with the hair draping? I've talked about this in the podcast before, I think, and on YouTube and whatever. But yeah, there's been lots of weird stuff that's happened at the school. Lots of accounts of people saying that like um, they've seen demons or angels or whatever. But I've always heard that like religious places are like the busiest places for like spiritual warfare, like stuff like that. I could see that. Because like, everyone's always praying mm-hmm. and like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know the facts. I just I know, know what I heard. But yeah, so we were yeah, yeah. putting nails in holes, but well, Britney Spears' I, face was melting. That's what we were well, doing. Maybe we had a little demon possession too with the nails in our peeing. Maybe that is the same <laughs> as demon possession. I will say that I remembered this the other day. So we had, do you remember alpha groups? Yes. Like we had oh, groups. Oh, I hated that, alpha I did groups. Too. So we had groups that were basically like little youth groups that you had to be a part of when you were a freshman. And so they paired you with random people. And you had to find out what your strengths were. Yes. And so you took like a strengths test. And then you met like once a week and you talked about your testimony and you talked about, you know, the Bible and you just talked about a bunch of stuff like this. And um, it was kind of like a Bible study every week. Yeah. Well, I remember they were, I always was kind of more closed off because I felt like I didn't fit in because everyone else in my group was like, when we went around and told like our quote unquote testimony of like 
how we came to the Lord or whatever, everyone was saying stuff like, well, my dad was a pastor and mm-hmm. then so I'm a Christian or like, oh, well, my dad is um, owns a church and so I'm this or my mom does this. So that's why I'm Catholic. Or, so you know, everyone was working within the Christian yeah, like, and, church. Yeah. And which is totally cool and fine. That's totally fine. But everyone was talking about how their parents were well to do and very well off and they just they gave across this air of just like wealthy well to do better than which thou is, or, or, again yeah. live holier your, than like, thou that's fine but but it just made me feel like i just didn't feel like i i fit in with them at that time you know i was just yeah. kind of like oh i don't feel like i didn't have this sh- i don't know i just had very different backstory than they did and um you know all of their parents were like paying for their entire school and I like the only reason I could go to school is because like I worked my booty off to get a billion scholarships that I paid off for the majority of my life since college you know yeah and so um it was just so different so I just anyway my point is that I had a hard time opening up in these youth groups and I'd never been in a youth group before I didn't really I I was always very uncomfortable but I remember finally one day we had to have private meetings with the youth leaders. Do you remember that? Like the youth, the alpha leaders, you had to have like individual, so you had the group sessions and then you had the individual sessions. And so I had an individual session with this girl who's like a senior and she was my leader of my little alpha group. And she was like trying to get me to open up because I was kind of being closed off in the group. And so I started kind of opening up to her and she was like asking me about things in my life. And then I told her, about something that was very personal and something that happened to me where like a really crappy guy had taken advantage of me in a really terrible way and I was kind of opening up to her about this because she really was pressuring me to open up about stuff in my life so that God could help me whatever so I finally opened up to her about this thing and she's like I finish and I'm like crying and she fin and she lets me finish and she's just quiet and she looked at me and she goes I think something you should work on is not trusting everyone with information like that I don't think you should be telling people about that like I was mortified I was so embarrassed I felt so stupid I was like you I've been trying to get me to open up and like begging me to talk about things and I finally got comfortable enough to talk to you about something that you'd kind of it felt like she was like really digging to get like deepest darkest secrets and I finally tell her and she was like you should not ever tell people about that and I was like oh okay and then I didn't for like years and years and years because I was like, oh, I guess we're not supposed to talk about that. Like she was like very much implying that girls should not speak on things that 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 when those kind of things happen. Yeah. And I remembered about that the other day. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. I also think it's weird that like in that school, they just automatically assume something's wrong with you if you're quiet and like set yes. aside from everyone. Like, yeah. <gasps> something's wrong with them Mm -hmm. they need help they Mm -hmm. need the lord jesus yeah it's like some people are shy some people don't want to talk to anyone yes (laughs) 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 but yeah and this by the way i am in no way shaming or saying anything negative about any religion or saying that people should or should not think or worship or do whatever I think everyone should do what is best for them as long as you are being a kind and loving person I think all of it can be wonderful I'm just talking about my personal little experiences here and there and you know so just I just want to be clear I'm not saying that like when we're like oh you need the Lord Jesus we're just talking about people who are very shamey and judgy to us we're not talking about 
religion as a whole or anything like that. Yes, our school, we had a negative experience, but that doesn't mean that all of Christianity is horrible and ruined. Oh my God. We've seen a lot of beautiful things happen in the religion and we've seen a lot of horrible things happen in religion. But unfortunately right now we're just talking about our hard times with it. Yeah, so yeah, I just want to make that very clear that we're not saying that it's as a whole is terrible and a lot of people had a great experience at that school a lot of people love the experience and i'm sure a lot of people had a great experience in those alpha groups mine was just negative because i felt like i didn't fit in and then when i finally was like okay i need to open up and experience this to the fullest and really listen to this girl um because it'll help my relationship with the lord like she says when i finally open up she's like oh don't talk about that (laughs) and i was like oh my god never mind she's like oh never in my days (laughs) um yeah and i also think the school is a lot different I, don't, I actually don't want to say that because I actually don't know if the school is much yeah. different. I've heard that it is different than when we went there. But when we went there, we had to sign a contract that said, which I can't believe it. I mean, we were so, I was 17 when I signed the contract to go there. And it must have changed since then. I hope it I has. hope so. But like you couldn't have sex. Mm-hmm. Um, you had to sign a contract saying you wouldn't have sex. You wouldn't be gay. Mm-hmm. Um, no drinking on campus at all. But definitely no drinking if you're under 21 which is just obviously a legal thing um but there was but we had to sign a contract saying we wouldn't do and there was a lot of things in this contract but the obvious worst ones were the worst one was you can't be gay that's obviously the most insane thing ever um but yeah there was a lot of weird stuff that went on at that school for sure we have so many crazy college stories we do do you have other weird things that happen in the dorms in the dorms i don't not that I can think of on top of my head. I'm yeah. sure if I thought about it, yes. I, I don't know. remember, but I just know that like... A lot of gross stories about boys, which you do not want to hear. No, maybe I don't. <laughs> I don't think anything weird or crazy happened in my dorms, except like the weird demon possession stuff happened a lot. And then my roommate was just pining over this boy. Oh my God, she was just pining over, just so... I just remember my freshman year was all just like listening to her talk about this boy and just crying over this boy that she wanted to be was so bad. Um, and I have like diary entries about it being like, oh my gosh, she wants to stop talking about this boy. Oh um, but yeah, that was, it, it wasn't that interesting. Anyway, you know what is interesting? Our next sponsor. <laughs> so let's say thanks. This next sponsor is actually a very interesting one. Talk about, we're talking about how like, College experience was crazy. Well, this next ad is is going to be a crazy experience for you. Oh. So listen up. Okay, the next ad today is, of course, Manscaped. Thanks, Manscaped, for sponsoring this episode. You guys, I got a question for the ladies out there, okay? Ladies, we all know it's hot girl summer, but what kind of summer is your man having? Is your man participating in smooth sack summer? Because I guess that's a thing from what I'm hearing. Now, when you're playing in the summer sun... I feel like your man might be a little bit more comfortable if, you know, he's manscaped. But, you know, to each his own. But if he wants to be manscaped, I feel like I can help you out with this manscaping fun stuff I'm about to tell you all about. Because the leader in below-the-waist grooming is making sure we all have a wonderful ball this summer. No pun intended, but I think it's very intended. By giving our pants partners everything they need to stay fresh, ladies. Dive headfirst into smooth sack summer, oh my God, by going to manscaped.com for 20% off free shipping with our code RELAX. You know, we some people like to have a little manscaping moment. 
some guys, some don't, to each his own, whatever suits you, whatever you, however you feel the most confident, the most sexy, that's what you should be doing with your body. But if you do want to, you know, trim up the hair, manscape it, I, I mean, who am I to tell you what to do? I'm, I'm a woman. I, I do what I like with my body, but you men out there, do whatever you want with your bodies. I know that Eric sometimes likes to manscape. I'm not going to speak for him, but he's not here, so I am going to speak for him. Sometimes he manscapes. And the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0 has everything you need to prepare this for that summer bod. Whether you're gifting it to your man or using it on your bikini line, you can try out the Lawn Mower 4.0 trimmer. That's the Lawn Mower 4.0 trimmer. Their package also includes the Weed Whacker Ear. Oh my God, the names of these things are so funny to me. And Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Wow, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold all your goodies. Their Lawn Mower 4.0 trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawn Mower 4.0 has a 7,000 RPM motor, a new multifunction on off switch that can engage a travel lock and gives you the ability to turn the 4000k led spotlight on whoa i don't know that i'd want 4000k led spotlight on any of my parts but whatever if you maybe you need it um and there's <laughs> on and off when needed for a more precise shave so did i mention this trimmer is waterproof too like, hello, that's pretty impressive. And now that you have the perfect haircut, use Manscaped's liquid formulations to keep that freshness even at the most uncomfortable moments, like a hot barbecue. You know, it's summer. It's hot out there, guys. Most importantly, use the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant. Wow, never, didn't know that was a thing, guys. I'm Normally, Eric would read this one. You know, he'd, he'd be all about this. I'm sure he knows all about it, but now I need to ask him about this ball deodorant. <laughs> Apparently, it helps you to stay cool in the heat with a soothing aloe vera formula. It's the best in the business for below-the-waist freshness, and this clear drying formula will keep you looking good while smelling good. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers, and the Shed Travel Bag that will bring your comfort to a whole new level. So um, also, if you guys want to try out, you, you can try the Shears 2.0, a luxury nail grooming kit, which is pretty great. Has steel nail cutters, tweezers, grooming scissors, all, all that fun stuff. So if you guys want to check it out, get 20% off plus free shipping with the code RELAX at manscaped.com. That's 20% off free sh plus free shipping with the code RELAX at manscaped.com. So ladies, if you think your man might be interested in this, get your man on board before this special sale ends. Go check it out. Okay, I mean, we could talk about our stories from college forever, I feel like. Forever. But we won't. We won't bore you with that. We'll talk about getting drunk. Um, <laughs> because, yeah, I had this tequila croissant yesterday, and I could taste the tequila, and I really never drink. Every once in a while, I'll have a sip of beer or a sip of wine or something like that. Mm -hmm. But that's as far as it goes for me because alcohol to me is not fun because it just doesn't affect me. I guess the same way it affects everyone else. It makes me really sick. I don't like feeling dizzy. I don't like feeling tired. I don't like feeling nauseous. I just don't enjoy it. And I don't like the taste of it. So we don't drink anymore. But there was a time when I would drink, y'all. <laughs> when I lived in Manhattan. And when I was in college, I would drink wine sometimes. I would drink the Lord's blood. <laughs> um, Stop. <laughs> <laughs> but um, actually in church we always got juice it was always great juice. juice but I did like red wine in college and then um, in 
after college, when I lived in New York, I would drink. I'd go out because there's nothing to do in New York City except that because you don't want to go to your apartment because my apartment was full of mice and cockroaches and it was far away. And so to travel back and forth to the city was not fun. So I would just stay in the city. And what's there to do in the city? I guess we'll drink. So, And I had friends who were bartenders. So they just give us free alcohol. So yeah. It was free. And you're friends of gays, and they're a heavy pour. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so I would go out drinking um, all the time, and I was like, I wonder if I have any crazy stories. And I remember one time um, in New York City, I walked in a fountain, like through an actual fountain, I think in Madison Square Park. Like I, And it's weird how if you get tipsy enough or drunk enough or whatever, you just think things are like okay and normal behavior like that. Obviously I would never walk through a fountain in Madison square park. I think that's where it was. I don't remember. But, um, when I, I I remember thinking like, yeah, people do this. Mm -hmm. I remember thinking it wasn't weird or bad or wrong. I was just like, yeah, I'm walking across the fountain. Like what's the big deal? Like it's faster than walking around it. But do you have any like crazy drunk stories? I have a bunch. The thing is, is like, I like I'm, I can't drink too no. much as I die. So, I know. but I don't Corey know. Corey gets flushed. So, like, yeah, I'm just like you. I feel like I'm dying inside, and so, I it doesn't never get to that point. Mm-hmm. I wish, like, I I want to be. Looks like everyone's having oh so much fun. Oh my gosh, it looks so much fun. I want to be drunk and go crazy. I want to go. I want to go dancing. I, I want to be a crazy girl. But yeah, no, it's not really our thing. But I've never experienced that, and I I desperately want to. Uh, yeah, I know. I wish I enjoyed it. I just want to. I wish asleep. I could too. Yes. Yeah, and same. then I, to me, no amount of fun is worth how horrible I feel when I'm hungover. I don't get hungover. What are you an alien? I'm so jealous. Mm. You don't get hungover. You feel nothing the next day. No, I I feel it like and right immediately after I drink it, oh. and I feel awful, awful, awful until that fades, and then I'm fine. Oh, oh, interesting. Yeah. I feel like you're allergic to alcohol. Maybe. But for me, like, I hate the feeling during it. I don't really have fun while I'm drunk. But then after, like, the next day, I am ruined the whole... Even if I have, like, a half a glass of wine now, the whole next day I feel sick. So, like, I... No amount of fun to me is worth how sick I feel the next day. So that's why I don't like to. But I remember this one time I was living in Astoria, New York, and um, I went to, there's a gay bar across the street from my apartment. And I was living <laughs> with John at the time. John and I, John's our other best friend. He just got married. Yes. Um, but John and I lived together in an apartment in Astoria and we shared a bed. Stop. And I will never forget, there was this crazy time. So we were sharing a bed and I think John went to go do a cruise ship or something. So I actually had the room to myself for a few weeks. And which was crazy cool because we had like a double bed. It wasn't like a king. It was like a tiny bed. And John is like six, five, like yeah. he's a big guy. And so like, it wasn't anyway. Um, so right after he left, I remember in the news, it was like, there's a bed bug pandemic. And I was like, Oh gross. What's a bed bug. And then I'm not kidding guys. The day after that news broke, I got bed bugs. Ew. Like there, I woke up with all these welts and sores <gasps> all over my body. And so anyway, um, it was horrible. And so obviously we got rid of all the sheets and got rid of, and tried to wash them all. And of course it doesn't get rid of it because they, they live in the mattress. Yeah. And so we had to get rid of the mattress. It was total Ooh. pain in the butt. But anyway, um, there was a gay bar across the street from my apartment. And so since I never wanted to be in the apartment because it's full of freaking bed bugs, I'd go to this gay bar and I would go alone because you know, I'm not going to ask someone to come all the way out to a story. It's across the street from me. So I just walk over and get like a beer or whatever and meet gay people and like hang out with them and become besties. And, um, this one night I made friends with someone 
who was it? I don't. I think it was someone I know. Now I'm trying to remember which of my friends it was. But I went to this gay bar, and there's a man who was at the gay bar, and he came up to us with like a little stuffed animal monkey, and Ew. he like started like dancing with it, like with us. And I know I was definitely more than tipsy, and. Somehow, me and my friend ended up naming this thing the bed bug monkey because bed bugs were going around. And I don't know where that thing came from or where it ended up. That might be the reason my bed ended up with bed bugs. <laughs> because of the monkey. Because it was like, it was like, ah, oh, the bed bug monkey. Because we were like, where did this thing come from? And then there's a picture of me somewhere in the universe. I don't know where, but. I have to track down the. There, I have like three friends in New York City. I have to text them all and see which one of them knows what I'm talking about because one of them's got to have this picture of me lying on the floor outside the gay bar next to the bed bug <laughs> monkey. Like that exists somewhere. We need to find I it. I know. I need to find it. So I'm going to text my, my little cute, sweet friends that I was hung out with in New York and see if any of them have it because somewhere that exists, me hanging out with the bed bug monkey. Oh, God. I wish I could remember what it was. And I also remember at that same gay bar, sorry if these bo- stories are boring, but I'm remembering stories. So th- I remember at that gay bar, short, it was like I hadn't lived in New York long. I was auditioning every day to be on Broadway. Like it was always my dream to be on Broadway. I was auditioning every single freaking day. And I met this guy at the gay bar who was on Broadway. <laughs> and I don't remember what show he was in, but he was in the ensemble of something. And he was talking about how he was on Broadway. And I was like, oh, my God, you're on Broadway. Like, that's the coolest thing in the world. Like, to me, he was, like, the most famous person I could meet because yeah. he was a Broadway star. Like, anyone who works on Broadway, to me, is, like, the most famous, amazing person on the planet. And so I was like, oh, my God, that's so cool. What's it like to be on Broadway? Like, because I had worked with Broadway stars before, like, doing Miranda gigs and stuff. But I didn't feel comfortable enough to be like, what's it like being on Broadway? You know, because I didn't want to seem like weird. So to this guy I just met, I felt like comfortable enough to ask him. And he, I will never forget that conversation because he like shattered my heart. Because he was what? like, it's awful. He was like, you don't get paid enough. They treat us terribly. Does every single, we live paycheck to paycheck trying to pay our rent because Manhattan is so expensive. So even though like technically Broadway performers get paid well considering. Um, it all goes to it bills. It all goes to bills immediately. Yeah. And I never knew that. And he, so I always thought Broadway performers were like living <gasps> this lavish lifestyle. That's so right. I remember them saying that when the pandemic hit, um, a lot of Broadway performers had to move out mm-hmm. of New York because they did live paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so wow. everyone had to leave. So yeah, he was telling me like how he hated it and he wanted to do something different. He worked his whole life to get here and now it's not what he thought it was. And I just remember being like, oh my God, what? Like, sweet so Broadway performers, like don't all live in like Midtown and huge high-rise apartments. And, yeah, like, growing up, I thought they were like famous. Me too, like, I thought they were like and rich, really, really rich and famous. And that blew my mind. And then I did um, Waitress, which was a total dream come true and such an amazing experience. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like for me, I'm like, well, if I get to perform for a living, like I'll pay to do yeah, that. It's like, worth it's it. It's yeah. totally worth it because I get to like do a dream job, you know. But it was like, you know, I didn't, you know, obviously I was paid while I was there, but I did not. I paid more in my rent and in my living expenses there than I made and um which is totally fine I don't think I've ever said any I've never said that online before but like because I don't care because obviously it was a dream come true and I would do it again in like a heartbeat I loved it so freaking much um 
but yeah, I, that blew my mind that Broadway performers weren't rich and famous and like the most living yeah. in like the most expensive penthouses in Manhattan. I thought like these are Broadway performers. And like, these are hard workers. <gasps> oh my gosh. Oh the my hardest. gosh. Eight shows a week, especially on I didn't know how members, you did it. But like on You don't have a life. No, you don't have a life when you like it's crazy. But also like people like obviously leads work very hard but like ensemble members swings understudies oh my gosh. you guys i am so impressed with them like when i was doing waitress i could not believe how these freaking people knew every single part in the show and like like that could jump into a new role they've never done before they'd be like oh i'm doing this track tonight i've never done it or like oh i'm doing this role tonight i haven't done it in two years like and they would know it all it was yeah. crazy impressive I was like almost vomiting every night just because I had the one part I had to remember. <laughs> but these people know every part, every line, every song, every choreography from every angle of the stage, every prop they're supposed to pick up. More. They are such hard workers. I have so much respect for swings, understudies, ensemble members. Like, holy freaking smokes. And you have to take care of your body. You can't get sick because mm-hmm. that's your job. You're, right. Yeah. Goodness. Yeah, it's crazy. Anyway, I love that we're telling drunk stories and then I just ended up talking about how musical theater people are so amazing. <laughs> True. I love that. But we don't have that. I, now I'm like, oh, maybe we don't have that many drunk stories. What was the first time you ever got drunk? Do you know? I couldn't even tell you. Was Did you have alcohol in high school? No. No? Did Never. you wait until you were 21? Yeah. You did? Yeah. I didn't know that about you. I waited till I was 21 <gasps> and I went to... Uh, Applebee's and got like a mud, mud, you know, martini chocolatey thing. Oh my gosh. Who did you go with? Matt Urban and Matt Gilmore. Oh my gosh. She's giving last names. Oh my God. Sorry. (laughs) Is that bad? It was a sweet memory. Yeah, of course. Then that's fine. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who wants to be exposed and who doesn't. No, they're friends. Like this. This is what we did. How exciting we got. We got a drink there. Just one. Nice. A chocolate drink, which had probably it. had one drop of alcohol yeah, in it. Of course. And then we drove to the canyon. You drove after drinking cold. No, I, I didn't drive. One, well, I went with drink. the guys. So this is what we did in college for fun. So after we got the drink, we went to the canyon. <gasps> and then they shot paintballs. What? You boys had such adventures. You didn't girls co- were just talking to demons. You and never you guys- went to the canyon? I don't know. Colleen, everybody went to the canyon. I know that I did not go to the canyon, but I You was- go for hookups, you go for prayer meetings, well, you go that. for for hks, you oh hikes. my gosh. You're saying things I won't I won't do. You're saying hookups, prayer meetings, prayer meetings and, and hikes. hikes. Those are three things I did not partake in. <laughs> well, uh, maybe I did. <laughs> oh my, um, that's crazy. Yeah, I I feel like I've heard of the canyon, but like mm-hmm. I just went to Del Taco late at night. Okay, DTRs. So, DTR. Oh my god, I forgot about DTRs. DTRs. Del Taco runs in the middle mm-hmm. of the night. I was a Del Taco run queen. Corey and I. Would go to Del Taco. We do DTRs, and we'd also go to In and Out and get animal style fries. And, and we would vent. Just vent in the car and like talk about everything, everything, and, and everything. Just eat animal style fries. It was so lovely. But you just made me think of a memory. I never went to a canyon, but I went to Joshua Tree, which is a desert in California. It's really cool. It's all these awesome trees that are really crazy shapes. And I went with a guy who liked me, and like we kind of were a thing for a hot second. Um, but anyway, I went with him, and like two of my other friends, two other girlfriends. And 
he had this grand idea. We'd go and we'd watch the sunrise because the sunrise is really pretty there. Mm-hmm. Well, something you might not know about the desert. Well, people probably do know. Um, the desert obviously can get cold as well. So even if it's hot during the day, at night, the desert temperatures can drop crazy. Yes. And so we went. We didn't have a tent. We didn't have anything to keep us warm or anything. We just like had a couple blankets, but like we we're like, oh, we'll just stay up till the sunrise. So we got there at like midnight and we waited all the way till sunrise, but it was freezing cold and i just remember we were laying we were all like laying on a um on like a blanket or something like in this parking lot because we didn't have a campsite or whatever and the guy who like kind of liked me like gave me his blanket because we were all freezing and i just remember him (laughs) like literally he was so cold he was biting the asphalt like the (laughs) of the ground like he was like literally biting it is it weird that's really weird. <laughs> it's so weird. He was like biting the asphalt because of how cold he was. Isn't that okay, bizarre? Okay, it doesn't matter how cold I am. Even if I have yeah, hypothermia <laughs> streaming through my veins, I, I would never get down and bite the asphalt. But that's why I was like, I, and I never thought to ask him, like, what did you think that would accomplish? Like, why would you do that? Like, if you're cold, why not ask for your blanket back? Or like, Was he sober? Yeah, we were all sober. That's Bizarre. I don't know. It was weird. But um, yeah, this your first time you were 21 and you went to Applebee's. Yes. And we're talking about our first times here, folks. Um, <laughs> first drink. Of course. I was doing a play on words. My first sips of alcohol. I don't remember my. F- yes, I do. I think I've told it before. It was a sip of um, a screwdriver at a party and then I had a, a sip of a beer. And but then I remember I went to my friend Christina's house with a couple friends and we had um tequila and vodka and we mixed them she had a bottle of tequila and a bottle of vodka mm. and we mixed them and i didn't know anything about alcohol Ew, colleen man you mixed tequila and vodka I, I didn't know anything about alcohol the thought of that is making it's my stomach putrid. churn i know it's putrid so we i only drink a few times in high school i Ugh. literally only a few times and um none of them were fun but i just remember that night we you know, I didn't, we were all just literally like taking swigs straight from the bottle because, you know, we didn't know anything about it. It was disgusting. I remember hating it. I remember sometimes the girls would like take swigs and I would pretend because I hated oh, it so much. I would just God. be like, hmm, this is good, you know. But I did, you know, I was a really skinny little girl in high school. So I'm like 17 or something like that. And I, I just know, I, I remember being drunk and like, or feeling very buzzed okay. for the first time. And that was the first time I ever felt like that. And I remember thinking that her mom's shoes were going to come alive and like <gasps> get me like i was like Golly. and i tell this story to people and they're like well alcohol doesn't make you hallucinate and i'm yeah. like well it did that night because i remember thinking that like her mom's shoes were freaking me out and i was like those things are going to come to life and they're going to eat me what i think christina listens to my podcast sometimes so christina sorry to expose your mom's shoes and the fact that <laughs> we drank together but um yeah that's so funny that you guys all shared a bottle because now like during covid times i'd be like get that <gasps> away from my face no i would not share with anyone except for maybe you but i still feel like i'd pour not mm. alcohol. We wouldn't even drink alcohol, but like any sort of drink. I, I like. want it in a, a shot glass. I want, I, like sometimes Eric will be like, let's do a shot together. Cause like Eric enjoys a, a, a glass of something. He like Eric enjoys drinking. It's like he very much enjoys a social drink, you know, yeah. like most people do. I think that's very normal. <laughs> I think most people enjoy that. I think we're the weird ones. Yeah. Um, 
but sometimes he'll be like if it's a celebratory thing he'll want to share a glass of wine with me or a glass of champagne or like have a shot together and um I the only thing I will take shots of is tequila me and I too. have to have really a vodka is foul get to that me. away I hate vodka I Ugh, hate it hate that it, hate potato it. but um tequila I'll take a little bit but I need like a quarter of a shot and a huge lime. Like, I'm like, I'll drink like the tiniest sip and then I'll have a huge lime. That's the only way I'll do it. I'm so bougie. If I'm taking shots of tequila, tequila, I, tequila, it has to be good tequila because mm-hmm. I can taste nasty because t- nasty cheap tequila tastes like rubbing alcohol. It does. See? Yucky. I, there was a um, a hand sanitizer in my in my doctor's office that smelled like tequila. And it all, See? I was like, this smells like tequila or tequila. I would say that reminded me that tequila tequila that reminded me that um Flynn this has nothing to do with anything we're talking about (laughs) but just the way you pronounce it reminded me that Flynn says something that is my favorite thing in the world so sometimes Flynn mispronounces a couple words like he says a spider wobe instead of a spider web he says a muff instead of a moth but black and widow black and widow so it's not a black widow it's a blackened widow a blackened widow um, but my favorite thing he says, and I don't know that I've ever talked about this anywhere. He instead of volcano, he says volcano, and instead of, and piano with an inya. Yeah, w- instead of piano, he says piano, and volcano, he says volcano. Wow! I think it's so cute. He's I love best. it. He's the best. Um, but anyway, I want to take a second to say thanks to our final sponsor of the day. So <gasps> let's say thanks to them. The final sponsor for this episode is DraftKings. You guys, I'm sure you know how much I love football. I'm very excited to talk about it right now. Uh, No, but truly, I have friends who are very, very excited about this and who are excited when they found out that they were sponsoring our podcast. So even though I'm not very smart when it comes to football, there are a lot of you guys who are very smart when it comes to football and a lot of my friends and family. So that's why I'm very excited to talk about this right now. The wait is almost over, y'all. A new football season is about to begin, and boy, am I excited. Get ready for the NFL Week 1 action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To celebrate the return of football, DraftKings is getting new customers a can't-miss offer. Bet just $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. If you want more action for opening night, everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings early win promotion. Get up seven, you win. Bet on any NFL teams of your choice. And if your team leads by seven points at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. Now that's pretty amazing. And I'm really bad at football. I don't understand how it works at all, but this sounds like it's gonna up my odds. (laughs) because I won't know what's going on. But even if my team loses, I might win. You know what I mean? Anyway, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code Colleen to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code Colleen only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. There is a minimum age and eligibility. There's some restrictions there, so make sure to check out all the info, all the deets to make sure you know what you're doing there. Uh, But good luck. Have fun. I don't know. Yay. 
All right, everyone. Welcome back. Now, I obviously don't have the Relax Podcast phone with me, which sucks because we love answering the phone now. The phone is awesome. I have to do it with you at some point, Corey. It's so fun. So we'll do an episode at home with Corey soon, and we'll have Corey answer the phone with us. But I am going to read a couple comments. Um, So last week, Corey, actually, I'm going to ask you about this. Last week, um, Eric and I had a discussion about... um, Couples who sit on the same side of a booth when they go out to dinner and how some people like to do this and some people do not. We personally do not like to do that. Um, What are your opinions on this? I would rather sit side to side because staring at someone makes me so nerve. Corey, this is controversial. Well, I mean, usually when I go to dinner, it's always across whatever because that's normal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I... If I if I had a choice, I'd rather have them sit next to me. (gasps) I haven't heard this yet. So So they don't have to watch me eat. They don't have to like. I just don't want someone in my my eyeballs. I get like overstimulated if someone's like touching you while I'm trying to (gasps) eat. Okay, if it's someone I don't know or don't like, I don't want them sitting (laughs) next to me. (laughs) But if if I'm a couple of you dating, if I'm dating someone, I'm like. Very, like, I'm okay, touchy-feely. Oh, my gosh. Okay, fascinating. Okay, so that was one. But then this one is... What was your answer? Oh, across, always. I don't want to... And what was Eric's? Across. We both are across sitters. Um, Because I don't, like, I don't know. I just, I feel like it's, like, I want to talk, and I, like, don't like being, like, touched when I'm eating. I'm, like, I need my space when I'm eating, you know? Mm -hmm. But anyway, this was the other one. Okay, so I had a very... (laughs) You would hate me for dating. I've literally (laughs) hugged someone while they're eating. (laughs) No. (laughs) No. (laughs) I would literally ignore you. I would ignore you. I would not respond to that. But he liked it. I liked it. That's good. That's important. I'm glad you guys both liked it. That's that's how it should be. As long as everyone is in agreement about it, that's wonderful and I actually saw a comment about this um someone said uh, Allison said my husband and I are high school sweethearts and sitting on the same side of the booth is just a habit we developed early on when we were still kids I know it's cringy it's not cringy it's what you want to do but our days are so um, hectic that eating dinner together is usually our chance to connect for the first time we like to be close because it makes us feel more connected if we were to sit across from each other now after so many years it would just feel so wrong and make us feel distant so now Allison I have to say to you I apologize if I made you feel like that is cringy or stupid or wrong. I know Eric and I went pretty hard on that last week. It's just our personal preference to sit across from each other, and that's how we feel connected. But some people like you, Allison, and Corey here feel better Me. when you're sitting next to each other, and I think that's very sweet, and I'm sorry if I seemed judgy or sounded judgy at all about that <laughs> because that was wrong of me. Um, but this one is another comment I wanted to read here. Um, okay, so I talked about last week how I have a very controversial opinion on something. So you know when you're on an airplane and everyone stands up okay. at the same time to get off the plane? Yes. So everyone hates this. Everyone thinks this is the stupidest thing ever. Why are you just standing to just stand there and not move? And I last week opened up about my feelings about this that I actually think it makes no sense to stay seated because we're all trying to get off the plane. And if everyone stays seated the whole time and gets up when it's their turn to exit, then you, you have to wait for them to get their bag down and get all their stuff together and then exit the plane. It would take like five times as long to get off the plane for everyone. So I actually like when everyone stands up, gets all their crap together, gets ready to go so that when it's their turn to walk off, they go. So, but I feel like generally everyone's like oh why does everyone just stand up to just stand there you idiots but i'm always like wait this is actually smart because now we're saving time 
What are your opinions on this? I'm with you 100%. I'm with you. Um, I knew you would be because we fly together. And Corey always like the second that bell dings, we are both up getting the bags and we are getting ready to get off that plane. The thing is here, and and I actually thought about this in just literally sitting by myself while a million of thoughts rush through my brain all the time. But I thought about this and I thought, you know what? Okay. Some people have really bad anxiety. Some people are like, oh my God, I've been stuck in this tin Mm -hmm. can for five hours. Please, please. The only thing I want to do is get out of here. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, wait, so you're going to hate on people that are anxious and have anxiety and are literally dying inside because they want to get out of that plane? Like, no. Right. If they want to stand and get out. Let him out. Yes, I totally agree. And that's agree me. With that. Like I've mm-hmm. been trapped in that plane for five hours. I I want to get out as fast as I can. Of course. And standing up makes me feel a little bit better. And yes. so you know what? I'm gonna stand up. Yes, and I I've and I also think it's way faster. Because and I, yeah, I agree. It's you faster. You get all your stuff ready, so once your turn, you just go. You're not like gathering all your things and whatever. Okay, so this person love this comment. Nessa Penguin said, "So I do think it's silly for." everyone to stand up right when the plane lands i don't think people should wait until their aisle is up but it makes sense to wait until people are moving maybe five aisles ahead if you're in the last five aisles why would you stand up immediately and stay standing for 10 minutes but it doesn't affect me you all do you and i think that is very true I love that idea. But no one will no follow that. No one would ever <laughs> follow that process. But that is genius because that's that so true. That is smart. Because if you're in the back of the plane and you stand up right away, you're going to be standing for a very long time waiting and getting frustrated. So that is very, very, she means a very good point. Um, but yeah, I think your, your idea is genius, but there is no way you'd get a whole plane to cooperate with that idea, unfortunately. Yeah. I wish you could because that sounds amazing. Yeah. So yes, thank you for that. Very genius comment all right so Lydia said Colleen being angry so angry about flat tires makes me laugh so much so we were talking about (laughs) Eric brought up the the one thing that can make me my blood boil to an unrational degree like I get so viciously angry for no reason and is so it's so stupid of me but if you give me a flat tire on my oh yes I've witnessed this (laughs) (laughs) see Corey knows because it's bad I turn into a demon I turn into a demon it's to the point where like if I accidentally get for a flat tire I'm like oh my god I'm so sorry I'm so sorry I'm so sorry I I did not mean that I'm so stupid I I should never do that I don't know why it's like the one thing like there are very few things that can make me lose my cool they're very 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 wouldn't you say like it's very hard for me to like i cannot my cool i can't think of another thing that would like annoy you as much as that right the only other thing eric could think of was tickling like i don't like being tickled well i've never tried to tickle you you, which i would never (laughs) Never, do that so i wouldn't have no idea about that but yeah that's the only other thing that he could think of and me too like i'm like i don't think there's anything else that makes me super super angry except for like legit things like racism homophobia sexism those things make me rage too but like but in as far as stupid little things in life like if and i don't know why i don't know why if you step on my heel of my shoe and make me have a flat tire i get so upset it makes me so angry so is there anything for you that makes you like flip a switch and get so like what really grinds your gears probably i can't think of anything off the top of my head for you that 
would do I, that to you. I can't think of it on my head, but I know there's, there's something. There's gotta be something. With something you that, ridiculous that yeah. really just irks me. I don't know. I know. I can't think of it, but I feel like I know it. it's like in a file and I'm like, yes. I've read this file before, but I don't remember what chapter. Like I'm like, I'm trying to think of what it is for you that makes you so angry. For Eric, I mean, he's not here, so I don't want to speak for him, but for Eric, 100%, I wish he was here so we could talk about this. If he loses something, oh my God. it is no. wild. It is wild. Ugh. So Eric, when he sleeps, if I wake him up in his sleep, he gets really grumpy and he doesn't remember that most of the times. But when something he is very awake for and conscious for is if he loses something and he really can't find it. Like it's fine if he just loses something and he, he doesn't know where it is for a little bit. But if he loses something and he cannot find it, he goes into a blind rage and he blames everyone on the planet. He's like, he'll say like, he, he won't be like, have you seen my, like if he lost like his phone, he's not, have you seen my phone? It's, did you take my phone? Like, it's like, did you take my phone? Flynn must, did, did you take my phone? Daisy, did you take, like he will ask everyone and think everyone has stolen it. Cause he's like, well, I didn't like, it's never <laughs> him. It's so funny. He gets, that's like his one thing he gets like irrationally upset about, but yeah. I really can't think of one for you. I feel like you get angry about things. I'll think about it tonight in the middle of the night. And you'll think you'll remember what it is. Well, tell us in the comments, what's something stupid that you get irrationally angry over? Because those make me laugh so hard. Like the fact that I get so mad over someone giving me a flat tire is so stupid and so embarrassing and so childish. But I can't help it. Like... I don't even have time to think about not being angry and being calm. Like if someone gives me flat tire, I'm instantly (laughs) furious. Like there's no time to like calm myself down. Like I'm angry. So I want to know if you guys have something like that. Like if there's something stupid that if it happens to you, you're like, and you get so mad. For me, it's tickling in a flat tire. So let me know in the comments. Tickling um, in a flat tire. Oh, that's driving me crazy. But thanks for being my co-host today, Yes, Corey. of course. I feel like such a you. dud. I couldn't think of one. You'll think of one. You'll have to like tweet it or something okay. when this episode comes out. Um, all right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching, everyone. We love you. Thanks to our sponsors. And we'll see you next week with Eric Stockland. And who knows? Maybe Corey DeSoto, too. Yeah, I want to join in on that phone action. I know. All right. See you next time, guys. Bye. Bye. You can relax. Colleen and Eric have a podcast. The world is scary and we're locked in our home. But now we have big microphones. So you can relax. That's the name of our podcast. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. 
Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.